Mike Mignola is one of my is my favorite comic artist of all time and one of my favorite illustrators of all time. And it just like whenever he does a cover to a comic, it's like the inside it's always disappointing. You're like, well, I would love to read the comic that's on the cover here. Uh, instead, I'm just going to have to do this much uh, different in tone, whatever it is inside. I don't know. It's always like a, a little bit of a letdown, even though I love seeing his covers. Yeah, that's true. I'm this, kind of the same way with uh, uh, Dave Johnson. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times he'll just do covers now, and then you'll be like, uh, uh, <laughs> why, what happened? Why what, co- what happened in here? Yeah, I opened it up, what happened? Why is the cover so cool and then the inside so, like, you know, not cool? <laughs> like, like, oh, that didn't even match up. I don't understand this comic anymore. Uh, oh, God, why did I buy this? I should have flipped. I shouldn't have just bought it cover and a book unseen. Never again. Never again. The next week, you're like, or next month. Oh, shit, he did another cover. This could be so dope. And you buy it. And <laughs> damn, you're like, oh, damn it, it happened again. It got worse. It know? got worse. <laughs> you know? Kind of a good. He fooled me again. Okay, well, I'll buy this run, but I'm not going to like it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Comic books. <laughs> yeah. Pop Saga, you know we gotta represent Talking about Batman, the show from 66 Like Zack, like Biff Honestly, it was the best Burt Ward, Julie Newmar, R.I.P. to Adam West Yes, the Batcave, and we love Wayne Manor Couldn't sit still And I heard that na-na-na-na-na-na-na We cannot forget it, every week we had to check it He's the number one vigilante and the greatest detective Yeah, pull up in the Batmobile You can't stop him, get him on the Batphone This is Pop Saga Riddle me this, riddle me that, Pop Saga is back, and we're talking about the bat. Today's two-episode arc sees the return of that verdant villain, Frank Gorshin's Riddler. Directed by Tom Grise and written by Fred DeGorder, these episodes have it all. Spinning dummies, a lumpy Batman, and the world's most boring museum. When is one of your hosts not a host? When it's Forrest, of course, and I am joined, as always, by the Master of Delegation, Commissioner John. How's it going, John? Oh, it's going okay, but uh, I don't know if we'll be able to solve the case before the end of this episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to, uh, which one of you men are up to solve this easy riddle <laughs> of a podcast? Which one of you been with my jowly jowls? <laughs> I just got back from Barbados. Can't you tell by my tan? <laughs> Which this one of you... <laughs> Go ahead. This isn't spray on. <laughs> this is a nice bronze tan all the way down to the V. <laughs> I want to look like a baseball mitt. <laughs> um, it's kind of leathery. Yeah, you know. Which yeah, movie? yeah. Him and Miss Galaxy uh, maybe need to oh, take Miss some Gal- time away from the sun. <laughs> yeah, Miss Galaxy needs more than time away from the sun, probably in some sort of uh, facility to uh, <laughs> help with everything else that might be going wrong. There. 
Yeah. <laughs> Miss Galaxy needs um uh yeah, Miss Galaxy needs to get that mole checked out. I'm just uh just gonna put that out there. Yeah. Woo. Oof. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> It's fresh in my mind because I actually just watched the episodes today. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, Normal. I always watch them the day of because uh, I like I like having just seen that 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 uh, delicious uh, satin wonderment before we start. Yeah, no, I just was uh, lazy and didn't watch it yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I that's not the reason watch- I do it. Yeah, but you yeah. you watch for legitimate reasons. Sure, I, uh, sure, sure. No, it's not. It's not because I spent all yesterday uh, barbecuing sausages and 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 drinking uh, sparkling spiked sparkling waters <laughs> until I uh, and then capped off the the day by uh, drunkenly watching uh, the new Mortal Kombat movie. Um, just melted into the couch. That's certainly why I didn't uh, why. Take notes and watch these awesome episodes of Batman. That's fair. I mean, you know, I myself uh, was busy eating copious amounts of fried chicken and uh, drinking lots of different beers and uh, rums. Yeah, and, uh, that's what Saturdays are for sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you just kind of say, hey, hey, I'll watch a day of, it's okay. <laughs> it's only they're only 25 minutes long it's a, and it's always a great it's always a great watch plus uh you know that saves time for you uh to be s- sitting on your yacht uh eating sherbet and changing clothes yeah finally i finally changed my clothes after two weeks i feel pretty good about it so. <laughs> feel like a million bucks there eh? he's probably out there eating sherbet and changing clothes that Rich son of a bitch. So <laughs> like, here I am rinsing my underwear out. One, <laughs> one dirty piece at a time. In my sink. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, total rich guy thing. Washing your, uh, your skid mark drawers <laughs> in your sink. Yeah. And you gotta throw yeah, your sink to... away. That's the, that's the, the trouble with doing but, it that way. Yeah, you know, I mean... Some people got bacon stains. You gotta just deal with it. <laughs> How dare you sully the uh, the name of my the, my favorite bacon's by equating them with? Well, you buy a brand marked. of bacon called bacon stains. <laughs> yeah, <wrong>? Of course, <laughs> Oscar Mayer's bacon stains. I don't know where you buy bacon, but you better stop. <laughs> oh. Each one is just (laughs) strips of underwear. No! (laughs) No. (laughs) Alright, well, this has been Pop Saga. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed our our series finale. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that tickles me so, but it does. But it does. (laughs) Um, so I don't, so we remarked on this last time, but last time when the episodes ended, it said, next time the Joker returns and that it happened again on this one. Did that happen to you? No. Did you get Joker returns? Yeah. I did not. That's bizarre because it's not, it's the Mad Hatter is in the next episode. 
Yeah, and I, that's uh, what I got on the episode I watched. So I got an image of the Mad Hatter, but it's like, next time, the Joker! <laughs> like, wait yeah. a second. Exactly. Joker's got a real style change. And he's like, check me out to this dapper top hat! <laughs> I've got a gray top hat, and eyes pop out of the top! What is this Joker voice? I don't know. It's It's me, the Joker. I'm trying something different. Everyone's got to bring their own thing to it. Oh, that's the scariest Joker voice yet. (laughs) I'm sure that would send Batman really. (laughs) Oh, oh, totally. You fiend. Come here, Batman. She <laughs> like my Joker laugh. Wow, Jared Leto is really trying something different. Yeah, that's that's not going to bring back the Snyderverse, no matter how hard he tries. <laughs> oh, but not it, to derail things, but man. Shoot. I you know I try not to use Facebook very much because uh, yeah, everyone I'm, because Facebook exactly, yeah. um, but after the uh, that Justice League the Snyder Cut came out there was like all of a sudden five thousand new DC fan sites that all had like a thousand bots a piece uh, as like their uh, their subscribers or their followers and just posting the an avalanche of Snyderverse memes in a way that can only produce be produced by some sort of like content farm type place. It was insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I I I rode that uh, log ride of uh, fake ass restore the Snyderverse memes. And I'm like, no, I mean it's four hours. No one needs more hours of anything that that guy could do. Um, and, uh, yeah, stop trying to make this a thing. Like, Yeah, I mean, like, more people tuned in to watch, uh, you know, Godzilla versus King Kong. All right, people? Yeah. So let's let's just say, make another one of those. Let's eh. restore, eh. <laughs> restore Mechagodzilla. Eh. Eh. I mean, I I saw one of those. I saw one of them literally yesterday. And these were the options it gave me, right? Like, you have to pick one. This is the meme, right? So it was like, restore the Snyderverse. The other one was continue the Monsterverse with the Godzilla and Kong. The other one was like, release the air cut. Or the, the final one, wait, the final one was bring back Daredevil. And I immediately said, bring back Daredevil. I don't need yeah. any of that other shit. Like, I love Godzilla. I love Kaiju. All that stuff. That Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> oh, man. I'm gonna oh, make I can't wait. Cut. <laughs> I'm just going to... It'll just my... be a picture of you, or just a video of you throwing a, a Blu-ray of King Kong versus Godzilla in the trash and then yeah. peeing on it. Yep. Then, then, fr- then frying up some bacon stains. Yeah, that's gonna be it. Bacon stains, brand bacon. <laughs> it's it's the bacon. Can you believe this guy still keeps buying it? <laughs> it's like we've done it. We've sold another pack. 
<laughs> we're in the black, everybody. We're in the black. We're in the brown. <laughs> all right. This has been the season finale. The series yeah. finale. It's nice knowing you all. Um, yeah, no. When- Skid mark humor is when we both agreed. That's when we both, we go to the, the keys that are separated by six feet and turn them both at the same time to self-destruct this podcast. <laughs> Boop. But, uh, man. I, I thought if we were quiet enough, everyone would think that we both. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess they are really committed to this storyline. Uh, yes. Here I am. Here I go. Fictional person who actually listens to this bullshit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. so- so, I mean, we're not here to talk about Snyder's or Godzilla's or whatever else. We're here to talk about Batman. Yeah, let's do it. And the Adam West Batman, uh, nonetheless. And uh, so today we're talking about episodes uh, 11 and 12 from season one. And they are titled uh, A Riddle a Day Keeps the Riddler Away. Okay, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> uh, when the rats away, the mice will play. Really, uh, uh, I don't know. These are some pretty bad titles, is I guess what I'm trying to say. Yeah, these seem forced, especially yep. after you know, like the Zelda, the Great, and whatever other one was called. A death worse than fate. A death worse than fate. Yes, you know, or all the other good ones. This one was pretty. Uh, that's C. C grading. Like Yeah. Not a William Dozier uh written episode, this one. Definitely not. Or yeah, or Lorenzo Simple Jr. Oh right, yeah. He's the, the usually the guy who writes the good ones. Yeah. No, these were written by Fred D. Gorder, who uh wow, what a that's, that's a, a heck name. of a last name, huh? Yeah, that is a name. That sounds like an anagram. <laughs> You think? Do you think like when his originally when his family uh, immigrated to Ellis Island, they made him change his name to uh, it, their last name to the Goiter? Oh, Joel! <laughs> he eventually had to change it back, but for a long time we were the Goiters. Hey, hey, everybody, the Goiters! And now he's like, no, I'm claiming my name again. It's D Gorder. <laughs> I'm Frank DeGorder. I don't know, it just sounds um it sounds like a growth of some kind, but um uh but you know, he uh, wrote Batman, so whatever. Who's laughing now? Us yeah. at you, <laughs> Frank DeGorder. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, you know, he's uh he's written more stuff for uh, TV than we have. So, yep. You know, he wrote uh, The Phantom Planet. Magoo's Ooh. Private War. Okay. And then one episode of Daniel Boone, The Desperate Raid. Ooh. And then, and then Dayton's Devils. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Well, there so, you go. Yeah, so, uh, well, this one's to you, DeGorder. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. <laughs> um, so episode one one one, a riddle a day keeps the riddler away. Opens at the Gotham Airport. I think it's the first time we've seen the uh, the 
stock footage that represents the Gotham Airport. Yeah, very nice, very nice. It remind me of uh, how airports used to look. Yeah, small. <laughs> because small. Uh, because King be Boris has uh, right. <laughs> King Boris has arrived, and uh, yeah, you know he uh, has seemingly no bodyguard or protection, and he and he is two things we find out right in this opening scene. One, somehow people think Gotham is a nice place to go, yes. even though it's probably the only place in the surrounding area that has costume criminals that are constantly assaulting it, That's and. Cool. Two, that this guy is a big America file. He's not yeah. from America because he's a king, but uh, he starts off with a very charming joke about uh, how it was a rough flight until he got into American territory, and then it was smooth. Yeah. Yeah, so this put me immediately in the do not trust King Boris category. <laughs> yep. And uh, also, don't run. Don't trust uh, a young lady who runs up to you with a with a bouquet of flowers and uh, and a very high pitched voice because um, that's what happens in this scene. And it's not a bouquet of flowers; it's a dastardly trap by the Riddler. More like a boomkay of flowers. Whoa! Ooh, we're big, what? baby. We're leaving <laughs> skid marks behind us, literally, and we're going. We're forging ahead. Puns Pop Saga 2.0. Only yeah. skid mark humor from here on out. Yeah, puns. <laughs> skid mark puns. Yeah. There's a bunch of things about King Boris I feel really bad about. That he came to Gotham. Like, that was his first place versus, like, I don't know, anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And second, like, yeah, you know, if I would at least read a, a Fromer's Guide on Gotham or something. Be like, now when you go to the airport, don't take flowers from weirdos. <laughs> or anything ex- from anyone. Really, just avoid most people because it will explode. Yep, and, and it does. And it shoots balls everywhere al- along with a, a floating banner, which is like one of the... Just a real favorite of all of Gotham's villains, seemingly. So during this, so the the little clue floats down and everyone's, you know, like, oh my god, what's happening? But in the background, we hear the Riddler laughing. So here's my question to you. Did the, do you think that the bouquet was loaded with some sort of sound generation device? Or was uh, was, was the Riddler just hiding in like a vent above the- above the thing and it was like oh it's working out so well i mean it's probably the former but i would really wish it was the latter like i just would love for him that's every time you hear his laugh but he's not in the room it's just because he's hiding in a vent somewhere so <laughs> yep, he can't he's just like he has to we don't have that technology so he has to like uh do it manually but uh yeah like the of course walkie talkies were invented was that was it <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> This is the Riddler. Did it explode? Yeah, boss, it exploded. Over. <laughs> Hold me up in the air so everyone can hear my devilish laughter. It's all. <laughs> oh, boss, you break it up. Um, but uh, of course, we go from here to the uh, Gotham Police HQ, uh, as we always do after these uh, sort of cold opens and. 
you know, it, it, we've harped on it enough uh, up until this point, but um, you know, the the they are still showing why they are the worst uh, police department in all of this uh, fictional universe because uh, they are having a heck of a time with what it seems like a very simple riddle. Um, but I think as you and I suspect this is not really. They're not really having a hard time. They just need an excuse to call Batman. That's it. I mean, look how long it took. Uh, O'Hara to figure out that it was the Riddler. <laughs> yeah. Right? He's like, oh, it's the Riddler. And you're like, well, what gave it away? The giant banner that has a riddle on it? Yeah. And then, like, you know, Commissioner getting up, trying to motivate his men by saying that he has a fine police force. You know? Yep. It's just like, nah, dog. No. No. <laughs> Like, like they just had someone transfer from another district, so he has to put on the show. <laughs> I've yeah. got a fine police force. Mm, I don't know, man. Mm. Uh, okay, and then like that one guy who also hangs out with them but never says anything. <laughs> <laughs> he just is there to, for them to to say stuff too, and he just not. He's just there to nod agreeably. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I guess my favorite part of this was uh, that he stopped caring who Batman was. Because <laughs> yeah, he, felt it, he owed it to who him. Who is he? Uh, we'll never know. I owe it to him. <laughs> it's like, I owe it to him. What are you talking about? <laughs> is someone from Internal Affairs in the room? Are they being audited right now? <laughs> it feels that way, right? Like, I bet you Gotham's IA is, like, just as bad. I wonder if they call Batman. Yeah, they probably do. I need you to investigate Chief O'Hara. We think he's skimming (laughs) from the top. (laughs) He's been buying a lot of sherbet lately. He's been muttering about sherbet and clean pants for like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Commissioner. I mean, I ain't Commissioner. Whatever. All right, I guess I'll help. This isn't really what I usually. Oh, thanks, Batman. Got by. I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm. It's got tickets to Disneyland. Bye. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they of course call Batman, and uh, and they're like, <laughs> "What?" I wondered like why no one has asked if why Batman has a butler, and that's Alfred's the weak link here because he always is answering the phone. You think that the chief would eventually be, or not the chief? He's not figuring out anything, but but Commissioner Gordon, it would eventually be like, "Wait a minute." That sounds so familiar. Oh, you're Batman's butler too. Wow, you really get around. <laughs> like, yeah, does does Bruce Wayne know you're his butler? You know, also <laughs> Batman's butler. <laughs> oh, please don't tell him. Yes, I need the extra money. I need to continue pa- polishing these bat poles. <laughs> Aunt Harriet is ever so sick. Um, but uh. Yeah, that, they call him up, and of course, uh, Dick uh, is super excited that the phone um, uh, rang, and uh, just like they kind of do every episode, Aunt Harriet is like, oh, I'm kind of figuring out what's going on, and then they're like, no, we're just fishing, and, he's, and she's like, okay, cool. Yeah, a lot of fishing. Yeah. Like, do you think they fish, but then, like, don't bring back fish? So then she's like, oh, I was expecting, like, you know, a nice haddock or something. And it's like, I, bet, I bet they bring back, like, a huge, just, like, a perfectly cut filet from the supermarket, like, wrapped in butcher paper and everything. 
And she's like, wow, you boys are so thorough and such good fishermen. I didn't realize the lake had swordfish in it. Uh, hate to fool her, but we gotta. <laughs> well, we just gotta treat her like an asshole. Everyone else knows except her. Bye. <laughs> then we get the amazing intro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got upset, yep. though. Yeah, what happened? Well, you know, we see them. It's always like the, the down the poles to the uh, Batmobile. That's really helping for Turbine's power. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that. No preamble. Um, they, just, they got in that fucker and booked it. They're like, the Riddler! <laughs> yep. <laughs> no time <laughs> for our safety checks, old chump. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is serious business, because we're back at HQ next, and still trying to establish that it's the Riddler. <laughs> I think we got it now, okay, guys? And I like how Robin immediately solves the riddle, and that's like, they literally... They didn't even take time to even consider what the riddle could be. They're like, do you know what it means? And Chief O'Hare is like, no. And so they're just like, all right, call Batman. They didn't just go to like, they're like, hey, doesn't Tom in accounting love riddles? Let's just ask him. Nope. Or, or go to like the Gotham City bookstore and buy a book of children's riddles. Well done. Let it's go gonna be in there. It's the, there's like one riddle we get in there. I was like, mm, that might be like in a, you know, intermediate like riddle book, but everyone else feels pretty, uh, pretty kid like. And like when I always like the fact it is Robin intends to solve them. Yeah. And this one, he just says sort of offhandedly, he's like, oh yeah, it's a ruler. Well, you know, it's a ruler. That's when yeah. a person is, a man is like a, a piece of wood. It's when they are a, a ruler and they, <laughs> I actually had to rewind this part because I was like, how did they get to the pageant and chess from, how did they get to chess from, uh, from a ruler? And they just, they don't, they just don't. They're just like, he just goes, hmm, wood, ruler, king, chess. And it's like, okay. All right. I guess I get why someone would, would reach that conclusion. Well, when you're the, uh, the bright knight and the boy wonder, you could solve any riddle with, uh, with, uh, amazing leaps and deductive <laughs> reasoning. Yep. And then I like, uh, that once they figure out that, that he is going to, that the Riddler will try to steal the priceless crown from the Miss Galaxy competition that's happening, um, Chief O'Hara is like, oh, lock it down tight. And uh, Batman's like, nah, don't bother. Yeah, we're, gonna we're just going to let him do it. Yeah, we're going to steal it. Yeah, and he does really, I mean, if the, I mean, spoiler alert, if the Riddler didn't already know that he was being set up, um, I think Batman's sort of like not even moving a muscle to stop him would have tipped him off. Yeah, that was, um, it's like you should have at least tried to to sell the bit but it was like the writer already knew that that wouldn't work anyway so why even have him bother jumping on the stage and pretending in that instead we get to see like the saddest most uh beauty contest i've ever seen oh my god like, it is yes life. i i totally agree the the announcer is so bored yeah human dream. and when 
the when the contestant is announced that she is Miss Galaxy, uh, she just seems like kind of like, oh, cool, great. <laughs> it's like it's like if you found out you were getting a free taco at Taco Bell with some like lame promotion, you're like, oh, okay. It's well, like I guess I'll use that sometime. Yeah, it's like your 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 name is on the board, so you get like a free bowl of minestrone soup. <laughs> that's a good way exactly that's the level of excitement even the stock footage they cut to of the crowd they seem bored <laughs> it probably was like really roaring they're like hey, turn it down a little bit you know subdued beauty contest yeah yeah this one just talking about it is making me yawn <laughs> that's how like bored everyone was and the uh the, the miss galaxy winner i uh, there's a lot more going on with her than meets the eye um i mean i know not in the show i mean just in real life uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah there's a lot of just a little psa for everybody uh you know chase your bliss um everyone is beautiful in in, in their own way but um you gotta watch your son. You gotta watch your... If you're out in the sun all the time, you're not taking proper precautions. Uh, you gotta take care of your skin, guys. Uh, yeah, sun damage sun, is real. Yeah, use sunscreen and try to avoid direct sunlight. Or you'll end <laughs> up like Miss Galaxy. Yeah, or you... Uh, and that stuff's, you know, that it ages you prematurely and it's hard to... It, it's hard to go back from there. But, um, you know, the the... The the citizens of uh, Gotham have spoken, or the panel of judges has spoken, rather, including sure, the king. Sure. I think he was a uh, he was a guest panelist, and and um, that's true. He likes a healthy uh, uh, a healthy um, uh, who am I thinking of? Who has that crazy tan? His name is George. Oh, oh, I can't. Oh, I, it's just oh, killing me. Oh. Why did he do it? Yeah, the fucking the dude looks like a wallet. Um, <laughs> yep, he looks like a fine Corinthian leather wallet. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. uh, I don't George know. George Hamilton. I'm, George Hamilton. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yes. You want to know? Looks how like I got that. Yeah. Go ahead. Wow. Through Google, George Tan. He's the, <laughs> he's the third one down. George Tan. I should have. Uh, I should have. Uh, I should have thought of that. But that's <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a female George Hamilton that accepts the award, and uh, they're celebrating. And then a very creepy scene happens next. Yeah. How the Riddler pops up from under the stage. It looks like he slithers through the air. It is. It is like disturbing from like a Slenderman horror movie standpoint. I don't know. It's really bothered me. I watched it several times. I don't know what it is. It's the way his spine moves. I don't know. He looks creepy. Well, he has a very, like, I mean, uh, Gorshin's, like, physicality as the Riddler is, it's intense. Like, he, like, he really, like, when he cackles, he, like, hunches over, you know, like, his movement. And this is, this is no different. I don't know how they got him out of the... The little like trap door. I don't know if like they threw his ass up. It looks <laughs> spring loaded, you know, or something. But he's just like, ah, I'm here. And then he plants a really gross open mouth kiss on uh, the newly minted Miss Galaxy for a really long time, and then uh, of course steals the the uh, 
the crown and and escapes (laughs) this is one of the the two instances of this two episode arc where the Riddler makes use of trapdoors that I guess presumably he installed because nobody else is aware they exist. Yeah, I would have forgiven this one at the uh, uh, Miss Galaxy competition because, you know, like every stage has a trapdoor. Yeah. But the second one... <laughs> yeah, when we get there, you'll see. Yeah, no, it is no, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's straining. It's uh, straining my belief a little bit. My suspension of disbelief was definitely worn thin by that one. Um, but definitely, people get on there, get down there, and are like, "What? How did he do it?" But as you said, it seems like they should know. Uh, there's plenty of trap doors and stages. Yeah, and you know, he, he books it. And like you said earlier, Batman, Robin, don't even move a muscle. Yeah, they, when he's already gone, they kind of make a faint for like, oh, oh no, oh, okay, never mind. Too bad we didn't get a chance to paste the Riddler. Robin says. I mean, that would have stopped all of this, right? Like, yeah, because it was the Riddler was by himself. I mean, they could have got him. They could have got him. He's already committing a crime. Yeah, he's already done it. Just just punch him in the mush, stop him before he gets really started. Come on, Batman, sock him in the mush! Yeah, but nope, instead they run to the Batmobile. Because yep, and they slowly activate the, uh, the homing beacon they installed because it's a fake crown, they switched it out. But <laughs> they don't get a chance to because not but ten feet away, the Riddler <laughs> pops up from a sewer grate like a... GD Ninja Turtle. Yeah, like a like a goon. Yeah, <laughs> lit from below, making just turning Frank Gorshin into like a horrifying gargoyle, and he's just like they just sit there in the car. Floor it, Batman. <laughs> you could, I think you could probably hit him. <laughs> he's right there. He's a, just like battering or something. Like stop him. He's right there. He's just like, I knew it was a, the, a fake the whole time. And here's a new clue. This giant scroll that's that's stuck into the middle of this sort of haphazardly into the middle of this tiara. And then he throws it on the ground, breaking it. And then he escapes again. Always just... And Robin's like, let's get him. Because he's obviously right there. He just went into the sewer. And Batman's like, no, no, there's like a hundred pipes down there. We'll never find him. Yeah, like, I think Batman just doesn't like sewers. Nope. He's just like, this satin, uh, you know how long it takes to get clean? It's like, I might be a rich man and have a boat to eat sherbet (laughs) on and change into it, but even I do not want to get my satin boots dirty. Robin, remember when I accidentally sport, or sport, poured (laughs) sorbet all over my cape? It took... Forever we had to, the penguin killed five people while I was waiting for them to come back from the dry cleaners. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it has a little scroll in it, and um, and so that's when uh, Batman drops a little knowledge, a little something that the Riddler told him, I guess, on accident lo- not long ago. And he says the title of the episode, because he says, A riddle a day keeps the Riddler away. And it is uh, the this thing that the Riddler told him is that as long as he's making riddles, he's not done committing crimes, which is no shit. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's his thing. Of yeah, course. Yeah. What he's just like, 
I just said this one to you for fun. Don't you yeah, love like, riddles? Yeah, some people just love them. You just like, <laughs> you know, it's like I'm not. I haven't committed a crime in three years. I just, you know, enjoy a good, uh, bad joke. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very no shit moment. Exactly. <laughs> yep, exactly. But we're um, now we're back in the bad cave, and now it's time to figure out this this sort of uh, because they he he has one up on them. He he definitely saw through their plot, and so he gave them two riddles. And um, the first one was, "What is a room no one can enter?" And of course, Robin immediately is like, "Mushroom, great." And. Uh, the other one was, I don't remember the text of the riddle, but everything ends with the letter E, so the letter E is the, the answer to that, that next one. And that, that leads them to the Royal Mushroom Club, which, again, was straining my suspension of disbelief. And I was like, what? what? Is that just a name for, like, is that, like, the Friars Club? It doesn't... It, it's like <laughs> something that doesn't have anything to do with mushrooms because, spoiler alert, when we get to the Royal Mushroom Club, there are no mushrooms there or mushrooms served or any talk about mushrooms. In fact, they talk about wine. The Royal Mushroom Club has the best wine collection in the city. What? I wonder if it's just because we are from a different time. Or we're, we're not like this level of wealthy. Like there's... Like if we were, if like if someone rich is listening to this podcast, they're like, <laughs> of course those peasants don't know. Every big city has a royal mushroom club. It's the talk of the town. Yeah, it's the bee's knees. <laughs> no, like maybe it's just something that is completely out of time that we don't get the reference to. Like the the part that got me on this was when they figured out it was the Royal Mushroom Club was that Batman chastised Robin for wanting to use the high-tech piece of equipment to get the information and instead forced him to use a phone book. <laughs> yep, that part is great. Where he's like, just use the phone book, idiot. You know, it's like, well, why do you pay for all these hand-drawn paintings <laughs> with people's addresses and information if you're not going to use them? <laughs> Seriously, Batman, you want to I mean, take your own advice. You had a phone book this whole time. You could have used it for, like, half the things you use those fancy computers for. Um, But before we go to the uh, Royal Mushroom Club, we see a little bit of a scene with the new gang that that the Riddler has, has hired out. I do like that other... Other uh, of the, of Batman's rogues gallery seem to have their own like group of thugs that are themed to them, but it seems like the Riddler just kind of hires out a new one every time. And uh, this time, it's the River Rats, who are who we are introduced eating cheese. They are four or three goofy dudes who kind of act like rats and. Have are wearing hoodies with rats on them, and they have they look sort of like Kenny from South Park. They have the the hoodies sort of cinched around their faces, and yeah, that, uh, one of them has rat like facial hair. Yeah, that one was. I I wondered if that was fake or real because if that dude's facial hair really looked like that, he should never keep facial hair. Yeah, it looked very puby, 
and yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope I, I hope to goodness go there, that it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they are, we are introduced to them eating cheese, which the Riddler is none too happy about, and Me and. Yep, <laughs> right. This was must have been a a, a dis, dismaying moment for yourself to uh, witness as well. But it was pretty great. We see, yep, yeah, <laughs> we see the um, uh, the uh, the the woman from the earlier airport scene, and uh, yes, she's got sort of a mousy voice. So it's all fitting great within the theme of this gang, especially since her name is Mousy. So. Yep. Yeah. So I know. just call her Mouse Lady through the rest of the uh, the notes. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> that's fine. Both are correct, I believe. Yeah. Um, but the Riddler lets slip that hit his his plan to um to end Batman and Robin that very evening. Yeah, um, plan thirteen Z or some shit like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Royal Mushroom Club, uh, we get some more, um, some a more America fanboyism from uh, the King toasting to America, and uh, yeah, no, I was expecting some mushrooms to be up on the wall, some framed pictures of mushrooms serving mushroom canapes. Nope, none of that stuff. None of it. Just uh. Just rich people being rich, white people being very stuffy and talking about wine. Yeah, I, I like the analogies. Like, oh, I love a good wine collection. It's like a small boy looking at expensive bicycles. Like, <laughs> it's like I'm okay. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure it is, King Boris. I'm sure it is. Sure, sure, buddy. Yeah, yeah whatever helps you sleep. Whatever <laughs> you say. Um, and then a very obviously evil fake, uh, member of the staff comes up to them and, and, uh, and says, Hey, you want a tour of the wine cellar? It's the best in the the place. And, uh, the king is like, absolutely want to look at those wines. And then as, as soon as they're out of sight, this, uh, this member of the staff sort of puts his hands up near his mouth and makes a little chittering. Looks like an actual sort of does rat physicality. Oh, he's a member of the ra- uh, the river rats. Now we can uh, we can tell. Yeah. Do you need to do that when none of your other fellow gang members are around? No, Not no. Right. But this guy's got a lot of idiosyncrasies. We'll uh, we'll definitely learn about later in a very yeah. fun scene. That's um. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And so back in the Bat Cave, um, we we see a very cool scene of Batman using one of these high tech computers, just like sort of jamming on buttons, <laughs> just like just randomly jamming on buttons, while a bunch of paintings, like you mentioned before, of different Gotham areas, sort of scroll by, and he's sort of narrowing them down, like oh, a river with a bend in it, and. Uh, you know, one that's near this place, and using different parameters to to figure out where where this riddle was leading them to, and uh, they figure it out. There's a defunct power station on the river, and they think that's what uh, that's where the the riddler's hideout is. Yeah, yeah, that was because what the uh, king got kidnapped at the Royal Mushroom Club. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget that 
that is very important detail. Yeah, because there was that trap door that probably wouldn't have been there. The trap door that they just, they're like, I never knew there was a trap door there. Also, I noticed in the scene where the king was uh, kidnapped uh, that Batman had a stain on his costume. There's like it looks like he was eating like at craft services right before that scene, and he just dripped a little ketchup down there. Well, you got to wear this and uh, enjoy your ketchup stain, uh, Adam. <laughs> yep. yeah. Or maybe maybe this is like take number thirteen because they have like all those wine bottles burst to to cause a distraction so the Riddler uh, can kidnap the king. Maybe he just like got some soda water on his shirt, and they're like, uh, well, we don't have. Unlike Bruce Wayne, we don't have a change of clothes for you, uh, Adam. So, sorry. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. I also, you know, I don't think they were ever expecting people to be able to watch these in high definition. Yeah. Right? I don't think you would ever notice this sitting, you know, in front of your tube TV. Being like, oh, this this is completely immersion-breaking. Batman has a stain on his shirt. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean yeah we couldn't there's no way we'd have we would have been able to see this during the original broadcast although it is funny when the king gets kidnapped through that trap door it's clear he's just like kneeling down he's like, he's whoa, like whoa and then he just kind of bends forward <laughs> yeah like and then people sit behind a couch and be like i'm on the elevator yeah, exactly like <laughs> it's like a bad e- uh, elevator gag uh you know yeah exactly it's exactly Mm -hmm. like that yeah but he's been kidnapped and they're they took him to that uh power plant because they're able to deduce from the two clues that the riddler left behind that that's where they were keeping him um of course it's always a trap and batman must know that but I love. I really love this next scene actually quite a bit. I love the Riddler getting kind of like upset that uh, Mousy is is uh, uh, is impressed to be in the presence of royalty, and mm-hmm. the Riddler is just like, "No, I am. The, I'm the Prince of Puzzles." The he just goes nuts. Conundrums. The King of Crime. It looked like a uh, like a punk band album cover that was lit and shit and I was like yeah but no I I agree with you I like I mean I really like Gorshin as the Riddler in this instance because he like I said he puts his all into it yeah and he was pissed when she was like I've never been around royalty before and I was like oh no yeah and then I love stab you right there (laughs) yeah Oh, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't be like, watch me make this pencil disappear. <laughs> um, but I really love the scene that comes next where Robin and Batman are sneaking through the pipes above uh, above the Riddler. They have like this this wide shot that shows the Riddler down below and then the um, Batman and Robin sort of sneaking through this crawl space up above them. And it looked cool, like... It really looked like Batman was sneaking up on them in a way that you would expect Batman uh, to do. I, th- I just really love that shot. Yeah, no. The, the only thing I questioned was the outside the building shot where Batman had his cape up. And I was like, oh, dude. Actually cold. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I was like, does he have a bunch of rope there that he's trying to sort of obscure? 
But yeah, he is holding sort of like loosely the batarang in one hand and sort of bunched up part of his cape is is sort of wrapped around him. And you can tell it's windy. So maybe he was just like freezing. Yeah, that's the only way I could think of it because I was I, I felt like they were both fucking cold. Yeah, even, they look miserable. Like Ro- yeah, because even Robin's tights look like they were like thicker tights as he, they look like pants. <laughs> yeah, he looked like he had he had long johns under the tights. Yeah, like you could so. see seams and stuff in a way that that you usually don't. But yeah, I I do like when they were prowling through, and um. You know, even Batman dropping another truth bomb about being like, the world needs to know the place is safe, be it for peasants or kings. That's the very essence of democracy. Yeah, that part was that part was cool. That was one of their walk and talks while they're walking up the side of the building. Yep. Um, but, yeah, the, the part where they dropped down was really uh, neat, but, uh, you know, they like I said, it's a trap, and they immediately get captured with... What is it looks like a net, just like a regular net to start off with, but then his the Riddler's henchmen come around with guns of spider web and fans. Yeah, they're like spraying that liquid to harden it or some shit. Yeah, and it like creates a spider web type cocoon ar- around the uh around our heroes and um and that is enough to they they can't move, so they're able to just uh, tie them to two spinning wheels. Yeah, this was the first time I saw one of their like, uh oh, they're gonna be you know, will they make it out of this next time? And I was like, man, they look like that to kill you. Just spinning yeah. around these two giant drive shafts. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, all right, this this works. Yeah, it looked pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of immediately ruined when it cuts to the shot of it spinning around, and they have two dummies attached to, yeah. and they are the most raggedy, ratchet dummies you've ever seen. I'm, I mean, it's just, it's just dirty <laughs> they are clothes. so poorly put together. <laughs> it's just sacks of like dirt and shit just in lumpy like towels smashed into these costumes yeah and like the the knees are all sort of like bowed inwards there was like no effort to make these look like actual people <laughs> and then i noticed like especially uh batman's like junk area is like stitched and diaperish in a way that it's just <laughs> so distracting yeah no but like when they started up and it was going fast it's like oh no that seems dangerous like because they seem like they're moving at a pretty good clip yeah and it felt like the film was messed up it was sped up which i think i would have done instead but, absolutely <laughs> but then when it cut to dummies and yeah their knees are clacking because they're bowing <laughs> inward and then you could see the utility belt sort of sliding up and down the the cylindrical dummy torso <laughs> that wasn't attached to anything. Yeah, no, that, that gave me a good laugh. I had to wait a few minutes before I could fucking watch this. <laughs> yeah, and so that's uh, that's where the first episode ends. It, it ends on that really funny uh, note. And uh, episode one or episode one 
one two or ep- season one episode twelve when the rats away the mice will play starts uh in at this very moment um and we we cut back to the dummies for a really long time we get a lot more dummy stuff yes we do in case we were worried about dummy stuff we were covered with so much more dummy stuff than i could expect yeah, what's great too is it it's just like 30 seconds of seemingly 30 seconds of watching these dummies spin around and just like more and more opportunities to see how fake they are and then the machine just breaks yep and i was like okay did the machine just break and they're very lucky no no it's a, well, it's a batman was able to rip a hole into the th- to the webbing and used his bat torch to... Uh, yeah, he just was able to get his bat torch, apparently. Although, kudos to to Adam West in this scene, because when he goes over and gets Robin off of the thing, he seems genuinely concerned. He's doing it with a franticness of somebody who is not sure that the person that they're going to be, uh, you know, reviving will be okay. Yeah, I, I thought... I, like I said, their costumes were super dirty during this scene, too. Like, all the gunk. Yeah, so dusty. Guys. So dusty. And they, like, fucking Robin has, like, this dirty, sticky patch, like, right on his chest. Like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, they, they look grubby. <laughs> fucking, fucking foul. But, um, yeah, I like that. I kind of wish, honestly, that it was thing malfunctioned. Versus yeah. him pulling his bat torch and be like, you know, sometimes jump, you get lucky. And just be like, whoa, whoa, whoa they would have died if they couldn't get out of Yeah, there. I agree. When I thought that that was just a malfunction, I was like, whoa, that that would be, as a kid, that would be really heavy to be like, this is not bad. He wasn't able to get out of the situation. They're just lucky because the Riddler left and the machine happened to short out. Yeah. He could just be like, well, old chum, it's an old machine. Okay, let's go. Yeah, let's not talk about it anymore. To the, uh, <laughs> Batcave. Yep. Or in this case, back to the River Rats hideout, where uh, the Riddler comes back to see the the River Rats just kind of sleeping. <laughs> They're just taking a nap. It's a long day. Yeah, we don't really know what time of day it was, so, you know, could have been 6 a.m. in the morning. And the Riddler, like this Riddler, strikes me as a guy who doesn't sleep very much. So, oh no, no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> He's his suit might be green, but his favorite color is white. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's say though, his suit is still baller. Yeah, he comes. And- this is like the only time we get to see the, the like the proper Riddler suit, and his vest looks incredible. Though, thank you. Thank you. I said the same thing. I was like, his vest is amazing. Not going to lie. Like, the, the back texture to that, like, the, the print that was on the back of that vest, I was like, alright, I could see working for the Riddler if I got to get some fine duds like that every once in a while. Yeah. Like, that, he, it's hard to pull off a, such a sort of, like, saturated, primary, almost looking suit, but he does it. It's good. He does. Looks cool. Yeah, then it was all ruined by them all eating cheese. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's eating cheese. Mousy's eating cheese. Everyone loves. It's just munching on cheese the whole time. In the previous scene, 
they try to get the king to eat some cheese. They say, want a piece of cheese? And he's like, never without a fine port, you buffoon. Yeah, so that's saying that the king would have had some cheese if they offered him a port. Yeah, they're like, oh, we have a fine port right here. And he's like, oh, delightful. Yes, yeah, I'll take a piece yeah. of your block of Swiss cheese you've just been holding in your grubby hands. Yeah, that human temperature Swiss cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Warmed yeah. up in the, in, the, in the palm of somebody who lives in the sewer. Mm. That's what mm, all cheese is to me. <laughs> of course it's all sewer cheese <laughs> um uh yeah so i've never <laughs> i've never seen gordon um move so fast as when uh <laughs> the phone rang after they were debriefing the king and and like he was you know because the riddler honored his uh his agreement he let the king go uh with the uh the the queen of freedom or whatever that yeah, that replica, replica statue that he has yeah, yeah. he let him go and so uh, he's uh the king's back at the police station uh debriefing the police on what happened and uh, as soon as he leaves and the bat phone rings he's gordon's like oh hooray Mama, it's all right my meal ticket is still here he leapt to the phone, suddenly appearing, you know, uh, as a man 20 years younger than himself uh, as he uh, was so excited. But, yeah, Batman uh, was fine, even though he had a bad turn, but he's okay. <laughs> get it? Because he turned around on a wheel? Yeah, like a lot, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yep. I'm sure everyone <laughs> so... else hears it gets it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we go from there, we cut to, uh, we go back to the River Rats hideout while they're, they're watching a little TV. Um, and, uh, man, by the way, the, the physicality between the Riddler and, uh, that, that, that mousy lady, um, uh, there's definitely something going on then, down there, <laughs> going on with those two. Well, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm, there, yeah. There's, there, there's uh, more than just cheese on the end of that trap. <laughs> Is it shaped like a question mark? We'll never know. Um, mm, might be. Yeah, could be. But we well, uh, get awesome camera angles from. Oh yeah, the the river rat club is like what they're watching the uh, Queen of Freedom monument like. Event on handing the off ceremony, whatever this boring news ceremony is. Yeah, we're I, the 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 king literally literally just brought a souvenir of the thing that it's being stored in. <laughs> yeah, it's not even it's and it's way smaller than I was expecting to. Yeah. It's like the size of a well, a little league trophy. Yeah, like for the team that lost. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anything small as shit. Um, but then when we get that walking tour, the Museum of Fame. Oh my god. <laughs> so, the guy who is, the guy who is, who is like, um, the host of this program where, where they're showing, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, the king, um, bestowing upon them this, this great honor. The king just sort of walks out and is like, here you go, and then walks away. And it almost seems like the host of the TV show is like, didn't realize it was not going to take this long and has to like, uh, you know, 
but kill some time. So he's like, uh, well, there's other things in the museum too. Why? There's a replica of the original commodities exchange. And I was like, oh no, this museum sucks. Because it's just, it's not even an exciting building. It's just like, it's obviously a miniature they were using for something else. And they just, they're like, hey, here's a building. And here's a terrifying statue of our original mayor. Which is the Joker st- statue. <laughs> is well, it? Okay. Yeah, the one when okay. it went to the comedy thing. They just added some extra crap to it. But that's like the Joker statue. Okay, good. Because it looks fucking terrifying. Yeah, like if that was your first mayor, no wonder this whole town is just a shit burk. <laughs> 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 It's like, oh, who's our first mayor? Jack D. Ripper, huh? Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the scariest damn thing. It's terrible. And then they go to the the Coupe de Gras, the the uh, the the shining jewel in the crown of this museum is a very bad picture of Batman and Robin <laughs> that is life size. And of course, that's when we get what you're talking about: the river rats being like, boos. Boo, Batman. Boo. And then Mousy, of course, thinks they're cute. Yeah. Because, of course. They're not so big. Yeah. You're like, oh. And then, uh, what do we do? Do we shoot right over to the police uh, police box in, like, Gotham PD backlot shot? <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's just like we've never seen a police box like this before on the show. But here's one. And, uh,. Mousy goes and plants uh, a riddle and a bomb in it, and um, you know some random police officer and Joe Q public run up and see what's going on. Yeah, and it's just an envelope directed addressed to the com- uh, the commissioner. Which felt like you could have mailed that. <laughs> yep, <laughs> just left it outside the door. Yeah, or threw it through his fucking window. Like, I mean, there are many ways it felt like that could have made its way in. <laughs> yep. but, but uh he's got a threat and uh he's gonna detonate a bomb inside the queen of uh three to freedom and only he can disarm it if they don't uh pony up some dough it's like a million bucks yeah so not too shabby not too shabby yeah but you know even though the uh these precious antiquities like the replica of the original <laughs> commodities exchange are under threat, the city can't be bothered to to find a billion dollars. No, they're like, where am I going to come up with that type of money? It, <laughs> it feels like like Gordon has been to like a loan shark before. <laughs> yep. Batman's like, maybe you know someone who might have money. Someone, maybe like Roos Bane, rhymes with Roos Bane. <laughs> oh, my friend Bruce Wayne, <laughs> millionaire philanthropist. <laughs> and I love how Bruce Wayne just has a million liquid ready to go. He's like, yeah, okay, I don't get it, but sounds good to me. Here's a million bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we know he probably is just like, look, they're they're always hitting me up for money. So let me just keep, you know, like two million in case we get like two hostage situations or something. <laughs> yep. And that's when the biggest shock of the episode happens, because Bruce Wayne's standing right there, and what 
What, what is that labored breathing I hear from the window? <laughs> because, what? It's Batman! And you and the audience are asking, I can't believe it! It's just the spitting image of Batman as this this lumpy Batman <laughs> comes huffing and puffing right. through the window. Spitting is right, yeah. That dude was winded as shit. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as we can tell, He's just like, ah, here I am, this Batman. <laughs> he was sweaty and wrong, and like even at this point, if I was Gordon, I'd have been like, mm, this ain't bad. <laughs> well, we yeah, we find out later that like, okay, so here's. I don't get this part at all, because Shoot. the Riddler sent Gordon a note that said, by the way, Batman is dead. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Batman and Robin are dead, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. But then in the very next scene, he sends one of his henchmen dressed as Batman to the place to set up the rest of the scheme, but he just said Batman was dead. And isn't... Aren't they a little weirded out that the commissioner wasn't like, What? You're supposed to be dead, Batman. Nope. No one mentions it or talks about it at all. Why did he do this? It seems completely antithetical to his plan. So I have a real answer for this because I thought. Okay, the go same go thing. for it. So Batman kind of lays it on a little earlier, saying that, you know, like, don't tell anyone we're alive, because Riddler might get careless. So I think this part of Riddler's plan was to sit there and say, let me get the city's hope up. But realistically, you know, the bat, you know, they, they should expect Batman to have gotten out of that trap. So let me send Batman to confirm to the, the cement, my plans to make sure I get my money. Yeah, so, it just, it just doesn't make sense that he said, he told everyone they were made a point to tell them that we were dead. I think that was then to be like, oh, we should be so happy that when Batman showed up. We're so relieved that we won't question any of this weird shit that he's doing. Exactly. He suddenly gained 40 pounds overnight. Yeah, you know, and he's just frothing at the mouth and doesn't sound anything (laughs) like Completely out of shape. Yeah, like, I mean, literally out of shape. The suit fit. Like, I felt bad for uh, Adam West because, you know, they only had the one suit. Yeah. (laughs) That Yep. Yeah, it came uh, back. That thing came back uh, smelling like sweat and liverwurst for sure. Yeah, and the the fucking gross cheese that they were palming for hours. <laughs> yep. In their fake I keep hideout. pulling cheese out of the underwear. This, this is, is terrible. Like Dozer, you need to stop giving people the costume. They <laughs> <laughs> keep storing cheese in the utility belt. And <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, it, and of course Bruce is having a ball with this little tete-a-tete, especially when Batman goes to shake Bruce Wayne's hand and he crushes the guy's hand. Yeah, the they even crunch. put like a little <laughs> sound effect in there. <laughs> the guy's like, ooh. The guy's like, ah, ah, oh, okay. And then the fact that you hear Batman's pl- Batman put that in quotes, and it definitely sounds shady as fuck. And then Bruce Wayne is like, as a layman, it works for me. Yeah, it makes sense like, to me. Yeah, it makes sense to me too, then, if it worked for <laughs> Bruce Wayne. All right, Batman, see you later. 
Um, and uh, I love the, the next scene there uh, back at the river rats hideout and the Riddler is just so pleased with all his, his plans coming together that he starts making out with his hand. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't know. I've never been there. That was a choice. <laughs> just like full on. <laughs> like the front, the back, the wrist. The Yeah. No, I don't know. Yep. That, that that is a dude you know, I normally say it, but that dude was really happy with himself. And <laughs> yeah, he was literally happy with himself. Yeah, no. He was he is really happy and I was really weirded out and I was really happy that uh we, we bumped back to the bat cave. <laughs> yep. And in back of the bat cave, Robin is up on the deadly uh catwalk, uh the catwalk that has claimed so many lives. And uh, it's because he heard like some weird rumbling sounds up there. Hey guys, that's a nuclear reactor. Uh, someone needs to get up there and, and fix that right away. Meh. Nah. It's got rumbly sounds. It's fine. Yeah, and we. I mean, <laughs> later we find out it's it's purely because he needed to say the word torch. Yep. Because so they can fall, uh, they can solve the the final riddle. Which is, uh, why is a woman like a welder, or a, a woman in love like a welder? Because they both carry a torch. Get it? Where's it's a riddle. Where's the price is wrong, but... <laughs> Fair enough. That's close enough. Yeah, close enough. I don't actually think I have that one on here. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that was bad. Um, but uh, at least in this part, besides being solving the riddle, Gordon showed me a little faith when he was like, "I knew that wasn't Batman," but I was yeah. Just he calls up along. Batman. <laughs> he calls up the Batcave and he's like, "Hey, were you just in my office?" Batman's like, "Nah," and he's like, "Yeah, I thought so." That guy, I mean, yeah, just so, just making sure. Had, he had underboob stains on his uh, on yeah. his costume from the sweat. God, yeah, that poor bastard. He was he was he was juicy. <laughs> he was juicy. Uh, yeah, no, no. Do we? Uh, I think we cut back to uh, the uh, Queen of Freedom Monument. Yeah, the Is rest that... of the pretty much the rest of the episode takes place in. Uh, at the the monuments exhibit in the uh, Gotham Museum, and of course, as there always is in these shows, there is a, a convenient balcony um, that everybody is sort of hiding in. And um, the coast seems clear. The money is deposited. the The Riddler is about to to um, to uh, make away with his his uh, ill gotten gains. Um, but then the thing that he put the bomb in, the Queen of Freedom, is gone, and in its place is a note, and it's a riddle. He's been out riddled. Yeah, that really probably that that really would have pissed me off too. Yeah, he, he looks crushed. He's yeah, he's, like, he's like with my own thing. They did yeah. the thing I do. Good. Yeah. And then when he runs over to the bag. To check the money and it explodes. You're just like, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you 
like this is this is right off my playbook. Yeah, it's like they just like they they followed a one thirty six triple A plan to the letter. Yeah, right. it was. I have to say the name of the plan. I thought. It <laughs> of was course, like, of course, you gotta like, name drop the plan. Yeah, of course. Sorry, my my bad. I figured everyone would be up on all the Riddler's <laughs> plans. This is my favorite part of these episodes when the the bloodlust of all the sort of like they've been screwing around with Batman and Robin the entire episode, and the bloodlust overtakes Robin, and he's just like, "Oh, it's time to beat your ass." Yeah, there was a lot of ass whooping in this yeah. one. <laughs> Holy shit, is there? Uh, Batman fully picks up a dude and throws him across the room? Yeah. Like, I mean, the Riddler? Yeah, like, far enough that he needed a wire assist to get all the way over to the room. <laughs> he threw him fully 20 feet, just yeah. in a straight line. That is, uh, that's some super strength right there, and uh-huh. Robin, like, kicks a dude, and that dude then scoots on his tush up, up into a, a, uh, a column that knocks a uh, statue over on his head. But he 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 goes, like, he slides half the way there, and he has to do the rest manually, just kind of scooting <laughs> <He's> backwards. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on my mark. Not on my mark, hold on. Yeah, uh, they, they, I mean, we got a pow, a whack, a zloop. A yeah. buff, a zap, and a crunch. So, uh, a pretty action-packed scene. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it's a lot of funny noises and, and sound effects over people being truly uh, beat within an inch of their life. <laughs> this is the, be- the, um, the frustration has built up in Batman and Robin, and they really need to, uh, to assuage their dark passenger <laughs> in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah then at the end like you know of course uh they they do the classic like uh you know the the femme fatale is revealed uh, is mousy and and you know she's like uh of course attracted to batman as everyone is and batman is just like why do you fine ladies ever get involved with crime she's like for kicks i guess <laughs> that's a good answer yeah, I mean, you know, she never graduated high school. Did not need that fact, but uh, right, she right. You're it, like, so. yeah, the writer going, "You're, it's okay not to like her because she's a dumb dumb." Like, yeah, nice she, way to go, way to go, guys. Thanks, the Gorder. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, the Goiter. Nice family. <laughs> um, but uh, I like this part too because. Uh, Batman basically picks up uh, Riddler by the underpants and throws him after the police. Yeah, he was he was really pissed. He like, just hawks him. He's like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> just, you're going to jail. And just picks him up by the the, the scrawny ass up by the underpants. Yeah, he and bacon stains for sure. Yep, yeah, yeah, those he's gonna have to no. jettison those underpants. There, there's no saving those. Yeah, there's a wedgie like no other wedgies ever. Been seen <laughs> and uh, and then of course we we wrap up at Wayne Manor. Um, again, the 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 uh, the boys, uh, Bruce and and Dick, uh, emotionally neglecting on Harriet. She's got 
people coming in from out of town. She wants to show around, and she's like, "Hey, you want to go watch or go to the the Queen's uh, the Freedom Exhibit?" And they're like, "No." Oh. <laughs> And it is pretty funny, though. Dick's like, oh, no, I can't. I've got uh, algebra to do. <laughs> and then once she leaves, Bruce Wayne's like, all right, get on that algebra. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> oh. Bruce Wayne is not doing what he said he was had to do. He's just reading the paper. But Dick's got math homework to do. Yeah, well, I mean, Bruce already did that shit. He graduated. So, yeah, you know, he's made his money. Exactly. Through his parents getting killed but he made his money so you know he existed and he had earned that money by doing that so you know robin get to it learn some fucking your turn yeah and then yeah end of the episode and i got the next week the mad hatter and you got for me it was (laughs) again for second week in a row i don't know what's going on with these amazon prime episodes but they're like next week the joker and i'm like okay well the Joker has, uh, yeah, he's definitely, he's got a new thing going on, and that is a a felt uh, top hat where the uh, the top pops up and evil eyes pop out and hypnotize people. Yeah, I can't fucking wait. I cannot wait. I watched a little bit of these episodes just because I was I was like, what <laughs> is this? I don't remember this guy. And it is very good. Um, but we're not talking about those episodes today. So, John, what did you think of these? Uh, what did you think of this arc with the return of Frank Gorshin and uh, his second appearance as the Riddler? What do you think? You know, outside the creepy kiss thing uh, in the beginning, he is a killer, killer, killer Riddler. Like, I enjoy his physicality. How much like effort he puts into everything you know just given how like i don't want to say silly but how silly a show like this could seem but how serious he takes it always makes the episodes that i so far that we've seen of him like go from something that would be like to hey that's pretty good and i thought this one was uh pretty good i enjoyed it um i thought he did a really good job the other dude dressed like batman really did crack me up yeah yeah i agree i think um it's always a delight to watch frank gorshin be the riddler he's the best i don't think this is even a hot take but it it is the best live action version of the riddler we have gotten to date i think um and uh yeah I, i i think overall though the episode as a whole i didn't really love i loved parts of it i loved like you said the the lumpy batman part was hilarious um and i loved all the parts that the frank gorshin was in but i thought the episode overall was kind of like that beauty pageant which is like a lot of flash but but everyone's bored watching it a little bit no i yeah i give you that like the this plan compared to the first round of the riddler's plan wasn't that exciting and yeah the writing in this needed probably a little bit more work but yeah i felt for me anyway gorshin when on screen really made it enjoyable so absolutely yeah the high points of this episode were probably higher than the last episode but on like on the whole i think i liked the zelda episodes better yeah um, i would i would take it yeah, I would take either of those 
over this. So it, it is really proven, like, who who is ever writing these episodes, I think, are, uh, you know, either you're going to get some top shelf, like, super camp, but really, like, witty writing, and in certain instances, you're getting DeGorder. <laughs> Could not said it better myself. Um, so... I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, uh, talking about uh, more Batman 66. Um, as always, we want to go ahead and thank Burton M6 for our incredible theme song. Best, mm-hmm. most professional part of the show. We'll say it before, we'll say it again. If you want to get involved in the conversation, we are at the Pop Saga on both Twitter and Instagram. You want to get in touch with us the old-fashioned way? You can email us at the popsaga at gmail dot com. And if you want to support the production of this podcast, you can always go to our merch shop on T Public and find out what exciting new designs we put up that will be eventually taken down <laughs> due to copyright <laughs> infringement. Uh, um we're just that damn good yeah so i uh, really keep your eye on that everything we put up that is decent seems to be limited run not by our choosing so <laughs> if you see something up there that you like uh make sure to to pull that trigger right away because it probably will be gone <laughs> so yes yeah, that is exactly true and as we always like to say We hope wherever you are, however you find yourself listening to this show, that you are feeling happy and that you are feeling healthy. Happy. Happy and healthy, as we always say. And we'll see you next week. Tune in next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Pop Saga, you know we gotta represent Talking about Batman, the show from 66 Like Zach, like Biff, honestly it was the best Burt Ward, Julie Newmar, R.I.P. to Adam West Yes, the Batcave, and we love Wayne Manor Couldn't sit still, and I heard that Na-na-na-na-na-na-na We could not forget it, every week we had to check it He's the number one vigilante and the greatest detective Yeah, pull up in the Batmobile, you can't stop him Get him on the Batphone, this is Pop Saga